You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 171, a day in the life of an actor with a nine to five job. Let's get started. is Maggie Barra and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes now. Please let's get on to the show. Twenty twenty three, new year, new me, new podcast. Just kidding, it's still little old me. And it's still the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If you're joining me and you're brand new to the podcast and the blog and the lovely little community we have going on here. Hello, my name is Maggie Barra. I am an actress based in New York City. I actually live right outside New York in Hoboken, New Jersey. And I also created Actor Aesthetic back in 2017 because I thought there was an informational gap, not just a small one. I'm talking like a huge informational gap between college and training programs and the real world. So much unknown, which is terrifying and kind of halts our progress as we enter the real world. I've done a few episodes on why I have a nine to five job in addition to auditioning and performing and rehearsing and all that stuff, but I've never really taken you through a day in my life. Like I've never actually talked about the nitty gritty. And the reason why I'm doing this episode today is because I've gotten a couple of questions since doing those episodes about how actually I survive this, like what it is that I do and how I actually do it so that I have some semblance of balance in my life. To take you through this, I just want to give you some background, especially if you're newer to the podcast. So I graduated Texas State University with a BFA in musical theater in 2017. So in like May of 2017, I was done with school. I did a show in Houston and then I went back home with my family. Now my family lives in central Jersey. They live kind of near like Rutgers University, New Brunswick, like right across the water from Staten Island. That's awesome, right? Because my entire family basically is in New Jersey. I grew up going to shows and auditions in the city, and it wasn't that big of a trek getting back and forth. So when I was done with school, I knew I had to come back to the city that I loved, which is New York City, and I was able to do that seamlessly because, thankfully, I was able to move back in with my family. Now, I got a job at the end of 2017, I booked my very first equity contract. So I was singing and dancing and acting for a couple months for money. And then I did that again the following summer in 2018. Now I want to tell you something. Never during this time was I working a nine to five full time job. The only real experience I might have had doing that was when I was interning and assisting at Michael Casera Casting over the summers. And that was relatively similar to a full-time job, but that was really only like part-time over the summer. 
instead, how I was sustaining myself financially, which is saying not that much considering I was still living at home with my family, I was saving up some money through Actor Aesthetic. I was teaching class online. I was teaching voice lessons and acting lessons remotely and in person at my home. I sometimes drove to other people's homes. I sometimes taught in the city, but that's it. So up until 2019, mid-2019, when I moved into the city, that's how I was making money. I was building up actor aesthetics so that one day I could use it more so as a passive income stream than my sole source of income. 2019, I finally moved to New York City with my friends. We get an apartment. It's awesome. And then that's when it hits me. Okay, I really need to have a steady source of income or at least some source of income so that I can actually afford to sustain this place on my own and not have to rely on family or outside help. And so that's when I really dove deep into actor aesthetic. I was also freelance writing and editing and doing as many odd jobs as I possibly could online. I was still coaching. I was asked to host some workshops. And that's when I created, you know, my ebook on marketing for actors, my online courses. I was turning my knowledge and what I've learned over the years into a little package for you guys. And because of your support, I was able to sustain myself in New York City. Then the pandemic hits. And of course, it was absolutely devastating, not to mention our entire industry was completely shuttered for a very, very long time, and many people were affected. I was no longer able to even think about the option of performing as a career at that time because there was nothing there, absolutely nothing. And the only thing I knew how to do was pivot. So 2020 hit and I decided I'm really going to go ham on actor aesthetic and I'm going to go ham on freelance work. So I was freelance copywriting a lot and editing and doing stuff through Upwork, building up my resume, working more towards building up actor aesthetic. 2021 rolls around and I decide to apply for some actual positions at companies because what you all need to know about me is that when I started Actor Aesthetic back in 2017, this was for a literal grade, for a literal assignment in my digital and online media class that I chose to take because I had some extra credits to get rid of in my senior year. I not only wanted to do it just to get the grade, but I also wanted to create something that would act as sort of like a, an online resume, like a digital copy of what I do besides theater and acting and singing and dancing. It was nice to have a place where people could actually visit and see, oh, she designed her own website. She created her own graphics. She also writes her own shit. And she, when the podcast actually was formed, oh, she actually edits her podcasts and publicizes them and markets them. You know, I wanted to showcase all of the different things that I had learned over the years through Actor Aesthetic. So I knew that in 2017, I didn't know the extent of what Actor Aesthetic would be, but I knew that I wanted something to put out there into the world besides just being a performer. 
when I started applying for more full-time positions that were more on the salaried end versus just freelance, I had Actor Aesthetic to thank for it because my first full-time official job that I had was in 2021 and it was with the Broadway Collective and when I went through the job interview process they were able to take a look at my work through Actor Aesthetic. In fact they they knew a little bit about it already before I walked in the door for that interview or virtually walked through the door because at that time everything was completely virtual. So it was really nice to have something to show for the amount of effort that I had put into this over the past couple of years. That was my introduction into full-time work. I was working actually not nine to five, but 10 to six every day virtually, and it was beating me up. I mean, I was so not used to this kind of, this level of work, and it was really hard, but really fulfilling and rewarding. I learned so much from it. I definitely grew as an individual. I grew as an employee, and I am so grateful for my experience there and for the people that I worked with. I moved to Hoboken, New Jersey in early, early, early 2022, and that's when I decided it was really important for me and my sister to invest in real estate, which I can make an entire other episode about. If you want, please let me know. By the way, you can shoot me a DM at Actor Aesthetic. I would love to hear if that's something that interests you, because I knew nothing about it except for what my dad had told me about it. You know, I had just listened to a couple podcasts and I was like, oh, this is interesting and actually really smart to do. So, um, you know, if you have the means and you're able to do it, you got to do it. Right. So anyway, I had invested and I closed on my place with my sister in Hoboken and I actually, through a chain of events, got the job that I'm currently at right now with a real estate company based in Hoboken, New Jersey, as a part of Coldwell Banker Realty. Now, what do I do exactly at my job? Well, my official title is Marketing Associate, What I have my hands the most in is all of our social media accounts, our Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and not only the company's accounts, but also the founder and team leaders' accounts. If you're unfamiliar with social media management or just social media work in general, it's not as easy as it sounds. In fact, it's incredibly difficult, but I believe it's vital to a company. Like, I truly believe that social media is vital to the growth of a company. So I'm going to walk you through a very typical day in my life because I do think it is possible to balance both a nine to five job and auditions and performing within reason. Do I think actors can perform on Broadway shows a week and also work a nine to five job? No, but this is my life right now and not in a Broadway show and I'm making the most of it. My routine is not perfect. In fact, it's very far from it. And I'm working towards getting a good morning routine because right now where I'm at is I'm so tired every day from trying to balance it all that I really only wake up about an hour, an hour and a half before I have to go to work. I love seeing those videos online of people being like, here's my five to nine before my nine to five. And that's awesome. But the problem is, is that I do my full-time job from nine to five and then afterwards is where I have like my creativity peak or I am tired as hell. So (laughs) I'm working on getting some more energy and if you have any tips, please let me know. But my, where I'm at right now is that I wake up around eight, 
8.30 every day. I have to get to work by 9. The awesome part about this is that I do work in Hoboken and I live in Hoboken, which is right outside New York City. So I am able to walk to work every morning. It takes me about 15 minutes. So when I finally roll out of bed, I take a shower. I wash my hair almost every day, which I know, I know is not fantastic for your hair, but I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, back in 2020, I started letting my hair sit naturally. So I would let it air dry and I wouldn't put so much heat on it, which allowed it to start heading back to the way that it was naturally. And I found that I actually have a very wavy, curly hair pattern. That was new to me. Didn't know that. Thought my entire life that I just had really frizzy hair. So I always straightened it and curled it. And little did I know, I actually had curly hair. So it's been a learning process for sure. I have found the products that I really love to use, but I have not figured out how to maintain my curly hair overnight or how to refresh it. So that forces me to wash it a lot so I can style it the way I want to style it. It's still a learning process. As you can see, this entire nine to five is going to be a very big learning process for me as I get used to it. When I worked from home, I was able to wash my hair and then let it air dry. So I didn't put a lot of heat on it, which was great and really healthy for my hair in 2021. But now that I wash it in the mornings, I'm finding that I do have to blow dry it and diffuse it. And so that when I get to work, my hair isn't looking like a wet mop or a wet rat. That would be the worst. And I would look really embarrassing. So I'm trying my best there. I then put my makeup on, I put on my cute little fit for the day, and I grab all the stuff that I need to make my day a success. I head out the door around 8.40, 8.35, and I walk my merry little way to my office. The walk is really pretty, and I love walking by the cute little stores that are on the main road in Hoboken. That's always fun, and there's a lot of like local shops that I like to look at, especially when I'm on my walk home. In 2023, I'm really working towards making some more food at home, and that includes breakfast instead of grabbing something on the way to work. I always grab coffee on the way to work from a local shop or from Starbucks, whatever's closest and quickest for me. And I've always loved doing this just because it's a nice little treat to start the day. It makes me happy. And I'm always willing to splurge on coffee just because it's what brings me joy. I am a cold brew kind of gal, no matter what the temperature is, so that's exciting, especially when it's like 15 degrees out, but I can't help it, it just tastes so good. <laughs> Once I get to the office, I set myself up for the day with my laptop, my phone, and a dream. If it's a Monday morning, I go through all of the analytics for the social profiles that I am a manager of, and... I log them in a little spreadsheet that I have going for myself since I started at the company. By looking at the overall picture of engagement and how many followers we gained over the past week, it's really helpful for me to see what actually worked and what didn't. Right now, I am in the process of determining how many things we actually need to be sharing out there into the world now that I've been here for a couple of months gaining traction on these different social platforms. My mission when I first began was just to get us out there as much as possible, and that meant sharing and creating as much content as I could. I do have a checklist for myself of all of the different platforms that I want to hit throughout the day every single weekday. 
And the goal that I have set for myself is to share content on each of these platforms at least once a day. And that even includes several Facebook groups and spheres that we are a part of at the Jill Biggs Group. Our main purpose at my company is to help folks buy and sell real estate. We are the number one Coldwell Banker real estate team in the state. We have been recognized by Real Trends, by Wall Street Journal, for our numbers that we put up every single year. And our group is collected of some really awesome folks who are hardwired for hard work. I have three different pillars of marketing on social media that I try to hit. One is marketing to buyers of homes. One is marketing to sellers of homes. And the third pillar is marketing for the purposes of recruitment. We have the fastest growing team in northern New Jersey. We have almost 50 agents that are a part of our team. And by the way, when I say agents here, I don't mean agents and managers. I mean like real estate agents. And we continue to grow. So it's important to me as a social media manager to make sure that we are defining who we are online and attracting the right people to work with us. Whether that's someone who's looking to sell their home, someone who's looking to buy a home, or someone who wants to join us as a real estate agent. Throughout the day, I create a lot of videos. Chances are, if you catch me in the office, I am editing some kind of video. For most of my day at the office, I'm either creating content or engaging on social media with others. Otherwise, I'm assisting our marketing department to make sure that our brand is getting out there the way it should be, through our agents, through our branding, through our ads, and through our open houses over the weekends. Midday, I grab some lunch nearby, and depending on my workload that day, I'll either stop for a quick bite and recoup, or I will take my lunch to go and head back over to the office. I do like to use my lunch as a way to breathe and reevaluate what's important for the day. And if I do feel like I should take my lunch back to the office, I make sure to eat my lunch while like watching a YouTube video or something that has to do with my job. That way I'm still able to stay in the right headspace for the day and also learn a little bit more about my field. I love watching how-to videos. I love watching stuff to keep up with real estate, especially since I don't have a previous background in real estate. Or I listen to a podcast. And one of my favorite podcasts that my dad actually turned me on to right now is Wisdom from the Top. And that's with uh, Guy Raz, who I might have talked about before on the podcast. He is awesome from NPR and does really incredible interviews with leaders. And it's pretty dope. Not going to lie. I learn a lot. Just listened to an episode with the CEO of Etsy. Super, super cool to see how difficult it is to lead a company as successful as that. I do take one or two meetings throughout the day, but most of my work is self-applicable, if that makes any sense. So I'm usually in charge of coming up with the ideas for the content, creating the content, and also pushing that bad boy out. Now, what is really cool is we also have some freelancers and contracted marketing teams working with us so that we can get as much content out there and really put our brand and our message on the map. We are ready to do a ton of business in 2023. So it's really exciting to be a part of such an awesome company. Once my day is rounding up, if I haven't had 1 million cups of coffee throughout the day, which I'm really trying to cut in 2023, please keep me accountable. I'm probably not going to stick to that, but at least one a day is fine. 
Shortly after five o'clock, I gather my things and I head out the door. Hoboken is only one square mile. Yes, you heard it here, folks. And it overlooks New York City. So what's really awesome about this city is that it's super easy to walk around town. In fact, it's fun to. In the summers when it was nice and warm, I loved walking down the Hudson River. From Hoboken, you can see the New York City skyline and it's so pretty, especially at night. But when it's colder, I will just walk straight back to my house uh, down the main road in Hoboken or I'll hitch a ride with my boyfriend who actually also works with the same company that I work with. Now, my nighttime routine isn't really much of a routine. It varies day by day depending on what's most important, what I need to get done, and if there's anything that popped up throughout the week. That includes auditions. So as some of you know, I have been with the same agency actually since I graduated college and I get an audition just about once every week or every two weeks or so right now. And most of those are self-tapes, which is awesome because it saves me a crap ton of time going to and from the city and booking a, a rehearsal studio and all that stuff. I can just film my tape from the comfort of my home. And I like to do those right after work, just so I can get them done and out of the way. What I find with my time after work is that if I don't schedule it into my day, like if I don't schedule some rest time into my day, I take the entire evening to rest. And that can be super great for my body and also really detrimental to my mental health if I'm not getting done the things that I want to get done. So it's important to me to at least block out some time for myself to rest and also to follow it. If I don't do that, the only way I'm going to be productive is if I get home and get straight to work on whatever I need to get done. There has been many a day where I've gone to work and then come home and then sat around for a couple of hours and then spent all night into one or two o'clock in the morning filming an audition, learning a dance combination, learning a script, learning some dialogue, whatever it is. And that's definitely not sustainable. And I don't recommend that. There will be days when I really don't want to film an audition. Maybe I'm just not feeling great or I'm not in the headspace or I'm just so tired. But then I have to remind myself why I'm even living the life that I'm living. Because in theory, I could still be living at home and not paying rent and auditioning and not really work a full-time job, but that's not the life that I wanted to live. Because think about where I am, and, and many of you might feel the same. So I'm at an age now where I can't rely on my family's insurance. And when I was looking for a full-time job, I knew I wanted something that would allow me to apply for health insurance. I also moved to Hoboken and not only started renting, but actually bought the home. So I closed on the house with my sister. And that meant I needed to start paying a mortgage. And even though I consider myself an actor first, all of the things that I'm doing right now are allowing me to con continue being an actor and live the lifestyle that I want to live. I hate the starving actor trope. If you've been listening to the Actor Aesthetic podcast long enough, you'll know that I try as hard as I can to enlighten you on the different ways to continue to pursue financial freedom outside of 
the theater industry because you and I both know that the theater industry is not as lucrative as we would want it to be unless you are on Broadway or in a national tour. Is it easy to work a nine-to-five job and also rehearse for shows and audition for shows and do readings in the city at night? I mean, no, it's not. In fact, it was so hard for me earlier this year. I was working 10 to 6, and I was also doing a show every single night in the city, and that was really tough, right? But I managed. We grew. I learned a lot about myself. And all I want you to know is that it's definitely possible because I'm doing it. I did an off-Broadway show earlier this year. I had a part in four new musicals developing in New York City. I've auditioned for some of the biggest roles in my career, all while working a nine-to-five job. And not only that, but a job that uses a completely different part of my brain, and that sometimes requires my energy before and after work. It's not something that I can necessarily step away from after the five o'clock hour hits. But I am salaried. I will have a 401k, and I also have health insurance, and all of that allows me to continue pursuing theater. So I hope that if you heard this episode today and you're thinking about perhaps having a parallel career, that you know it is possible, and it is doable, and it's hard as hell, but you can do it too. Now, this episode was a little bit more personal for me than others, and I hope that in the 2023 year, I can continue to be a little bit more honest and truthful with y'all. Because it's what I would have wanted in a mentor when I was graduating college and entering the real world. So if you have any more questions for me on this topic, or if you'd like me to dive in a little bit further, because you know I can, and you know I can talk for days about anything, you let me know. You shoot me a DM at Maggie Barra or at Actor Aesthetic on Instagram. Or if you want to email me, shoot me an email at Maggie at ActorAesthetic.com. Screenshot this episode, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me. I want to see if you're following along with me there. Please be sure, if you like the podcast itself, Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you can. I don't even know if you can. Please do if you can, though. I see you, Android users. I know you. I see you. I feel you, Joanna. Love you all. It takes a village. I'll see you next week. 